All right, we're talking with Warriors General Manager Bob Myers. And Bob, I think it's coming up in a year since you started out. So here are a year later in the playoffs. Yeah, yeah, it is about a year. Somebody told me April 23rd or 4th was when I got officially named general manager. But it's exciting to be in the playoffs. Uh, I know tonight's, we talked about it a minute ago, not our last home game. So that's a, it's a nice, refreshing feeling. Looking at the start of the year and looking at this roster, did you think, honestly, they would uh, be a playoff team? I hoped. I, I had that hope, and I think we had the personnel to, to possibly compete for it. And my goal, along with, with everybody that I spoke to, was to compete for a playoff spot. So in some sense, I feel like we did meet the goal, but the goal was to be in that competition. And the fact that we were able to clinch with six games to go, or I forget how many it was, is, is a nice testament to our players and our coaching staff. We had a game Friday night against the Lakers where there was some controversy. Uh, you have a couple days to kind of stand back and look at it now. I mean, some of those calls were pretty questionable. What, what it, was your feeling about that now? They won. Lakers beat us. I mean, that's the bottom line. I think um, our players competed. I thought I was proud of the effort they put forth coming off a tough loss against Oklahoma City. But our effort and energy was there for 48 minutes, and a couple things go differently. And, and when I say that, I don't mean officiating. I mean, we had some chances to seal the game at the end. Um, but Lakers are a good team, and they were at home, and uh, they played well, and they made shots when they needed to. And uh, it's, it's sad what happened to, uh, to Kobe because you have to marvel at his competitiveness and desire. But um, we got to move on, and we got to win, uh, win the next couple games. Well, it looks like the Lakers are in. Uh, they have, uh, I think, another game or two. Mm -hmm. But uh, they are still threatening for the sixth slot. So there's still some business to do for the Warriors here. Yeah, we're not taking the foot off the gas pedal. I mean, we've been trying to win, even though we lost the last two. Uh, trying to get victories as, as much as we can, finish on a strong note, finish healthy. I think you see a lot of teams resting players at this point in the season. And we're not really uh, going down that road at this point. But um, we're, we're playing hard and trying to play the right type of basketball heading into the postseason. Looking at the Andrew Bogut trade now, and there are a lot of people earlier in the year, callers who were ready to call it a bust, and I was saying, well, you got to wait and get him out on the floor for a consistent period of time. Well, he's done that, but not a whole lot of games. So, I mean, is there a conclusion you can make about that trade now? I don't think – look, we've, we feel good about it. We feel like he's, we're in the playoffs, um, and uh, he's helped contribute to making the playoffs for us. Um, so we feel good about the trade. We feel like he's been a great center. I do think that people won't see the real Andrew Bogut until next season, and we kind of knew that going in. Uh, he hadn't played in a year, roughly, when he came back. And so we, we felt like some of the explosiveness, some of the offensive ability would take some time to get back, and, and it will. But we're excited about uh, – for the rest of the season and what he can do in the playoffs for us. And we're also excited about uh, next season when he's had a full summer to actually play basketball instead of just rehabbing. It's easier for a team that hasn't been there in a long time to say, well, we're happy we're in. But I mean, what, what's the goal now that you're in the playoffs? Well, the goal is to always get better and always improve. And, and however this playoff series turns out or however far we go, what do we learn from it? What do we accomplish? What do we learn about the team? From the front office standpoint, it's a great evaluating period because playoff basketball takes on an a different, uh, different life. So you're able to evaluate the, the personnel and the roster you have in the playoffs. And that's a good thing. It's a great thing for the organization. Our players are allowed to get that experience that they wouldn't have gotten if they weren't in the postseason. So it's a really good tool for us. But obviously, we want to keep getting better and keep winning. So I read the Mark Purdy article last week. Are you getting any sleep now that they're in the playoffs? I don't know. I thought so. But no, right now my daughters keep waking me up in the middle of the night. The problem is I wake up, they wake me up, and then I can't get back to sleep, and I start thinking about the team. But um, yes, getting the playoff uh, ticket punched, it gives you a little bit of relief. I wish I could celebrate it more, but uh, you're always looking for the next game and the, and the next challenge. So we just need to keep moving forward. You also talked big picture with Mark, and one of those uh, 
goals, one of those things for a team to get to the next level is to get that franchise player, attract him to the Bay Area, and that's been a hard sell for a long time. What can you say about this team and about this city now or this area that would attract a franchise player? Well, Ray, winning, I think, is attractive to people. Most people, a couple things that are highly important is is getting financially compensated and also being part of something successful. And so hopefully uh, at some point where we have the flexibility to offer offer a free agent a lot of money and that combination of having ability to win, that's pretty enticing for a player. It's a great city. It's a great fan base. All the opposing players that come through our arena know uh, the, the uh, value that the fans bring. They know the passion of the Bay Area. That's exciting for players to play in an arena and in, a, in an environment like that. So we feel like we're heading in the right direction. We have a lot of work to do. And there are other possibilities that we can get that, that player organically. We've seen Stephen Curry and David Lee and Clay Thompson, all these guys elevate their game. Um, and so it's, uh, it's good. Either you get it through free agency, trade, draft, or you grow it yourself. Speaking of organically, what does the draft look like this year compared to previous years? You know, Ray, we don't have a first or second round pick. That doesn't mean we haven't done our work and haven't scouted and been out and about in college and internationally. But uh, it is being perceived, and I think correctly so, as, as a weaker draft. That doesn't mean that there's not going to be players that evolve and grow from this draft that turn out to be better than people think. That always happens. But as far as a surefire franchise player, I think this draft lacks that at this time. Um, but again, a lot of these guys are young. Uh, a lot of them have a lot of promise. But I, I, if I could tell you we could have our pick, I'd love to have it. So I'm I'm not saying it's uh, it's ever good to not have a pick, but um, it's it's not a it's super draft as far as as far as they go. What can you say about the Jarrett Jack situation going into the off season? He's been great for us. Hope we can retain him. I mean, he's certainly uh, been a big part of our success on and off the court, and uh, he's uh, going to be a coveted player. And uh, I hope he had a good good run with us, and that's enough for that he wants to stay. But um, we're going to do our best to try to keep him in the fold. Is there the financial flexibility there to make a competitive bid for him to keep him here? Yeah, there's flexibility. I mean, he's a situation where he's a bird player, so we have the rights to his contract. But a lot of scenarios have to play out, and you never know what happens in free agency. Um, there's a lot of things that can happen. Things, The fact that we got him happened in a 24-, 48-hour period. So things change and, and fluctuate quite a bit. But if you were to ask me, uh, is he an important part of our success and would we like to continue forward with him, yes, he's been good for us. Playing the Spurs tonight, and just sort of generic question about them. I mean, is that a role model for for other teams like yours to uh, follow uh, as you try to build? Sure. I mean, yeah, they've won a lot of championships. Uh, they haven't panicked. They've kept their core together. They've let them grow. Uh, they've had a lot of continuity with the front office coaching staff and on the player side as well. I think continuity is something that's underrated uh, in professional sports. There's a lot of turnover, uh, a lot of quick fixes, a lot of short-term decisions, and the Spurs have uh, stayed the course and granted you have a, a, a guy like Tim Duncan uh, it's 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 a little easier to build around but um, they they easily could have not done that well and they've done a great job of building around uh, uh, some very good players chance you'll see him in the playoffs what would you think about a matchup obviously not easy against a team like that yeah my, my mantra that uh, Ray is nothing is easy so I don't care who we're playing I mean it's gonna be hard getting to the playoffs not easy finishing the season staying healthy whoever you play whoever is successful uh, even in the regular season and let alone playoffs nothing's going to be easy. Well, whoever they play, this building's going to be off the lid. So congratulations on a great year uh, on the success getting to the playoffs and whatever the future holds. Thanks, Ray. Appreciate it. It's Bob Myers, general manager of the Golden State Warriors. We're on Sports Phone 680. Back with more after this.